0: welcome to the ecg podcast a show where some east coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games on this week's episode for june twelfth, 2020 it's a ps5 reveal show we're going to be talking about some of our personal favorite uh, games of show and uh really just kind of delving into what we're excited about what we liked what we didn't like and uh go from there i'm one of your hosts of course chris waterman from jacksonville florida uh joined once again this week by Dowell from atlanta georgia what's going on Dowell? it's good
1: welcome back thank you we've got mr george Aravelo from the tip of america's dick miami florida don't say hi or anything george ass nope. now we know
0: how he feels about all of you listeners vote him off we'll put a poll up after this episode And, of course, we got Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. What's going on, Zach?
2: Guys, what did we think of how the PS5 actually looks?
0: You know, I saw a lot of discussion on the internet. Um, I personally thought it looked kind of cool. I'm a little worried about the vertical space in my entertainment stand after seeing some pictures today of, like, measurements, like how it stacks up. Like, that's a tall motherfucker um but uh other than that like i I think it's fine like i the memes made me laugh like i'm not defensive over like people that don't like it um what about you
2: i thought it i thought it looks um i think it looks cool vertically i think when you lay it down it kind of kind of looks iffy um but i definitely think it looks cool when it's when it's standing up and man like they really that thing is tall and thats I feel like the PS5 is as tall as the Xbox Series X went wide, so it's its going to be interesting to see how these things fit in, like you said. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are going to have to adjust their space a little bit to to fit these two, especially if they're getting the both of them.
0: First world problems, though, am I right? Uh, right. Can we all agree that the diskless version looks better. It definitely
2: Absolutely. does, but I will personally be getting one with a disk drive.
0: Ah, what yep. a fucking fossil. Jesus, get off the show already, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, i probably.
2: Physical is not going away anytime. Oh, I know.
0: Soon. I know. I know. I'm just, I, I kid, I kid. And I um, love
2: to collect 4K movies. So,
0: I, I you know, I've stripped down to why I only get 4K movies that I really love. Like, so, like, my collection's gotten smaller and smaller. Dow, did you like it? I don't think you and I even talked about that yesterday because we were still kind of like processing everything. Did you like the look of it?
3: No, we didn't. I do love the look for the fact of the memes that have come out. Uh, I I just love laughing at those. But uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's much taller than I thought, and also this is definitely a first world problem. But in terms of entertainment center setup, you know, I wish both these consoles would be the same color at the same time. But that's just a weird aesthetic thing that I that I noticed. But yeah, I like it. looks good. And hey, I'm definitely guys... getting the
1: digital. Yeah, yeah we got George. you, George.
4: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was talking. That was weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to throw
2: you You are breaking up like crazy, though.
0: Yeah, you're still choppy. I'm so sorry, man. Um, that's probably what happened there. Um. I, so dow to to your point um on the one hand i feel you for people that like to have like a uh, a solid color scheme in their entertainment uh system but on the other hand like i kind of like like the contrast personally but that's just a personal taste thing like i kind of like the idea that like um i have the god of war ps4 pro and then like a, a scorpio xbox one x so there's like that you know the blue and black don't look great together and i kind of wish that um, I had like, you know, a, one of my consoles was like white and one was black. So this is kind of doing it for me personally. But
3: well, I wonder what the lights it would be pretty cool if you can kind of switch up those lights, maybe the way you like. But uh, yeah, it's it, I I understand your point, and And uh, it's definitely a good looking console. So
1: yeah, and I, I like I can it. understand
0: why some people don't like it, too. You know, they, so it's definitely a matter of taste kind of thing where like. It, it seems like people either like dig it or are fucking can't stand it. So um, um I'm definitely
3: going digital only.
0: Yeah, same. Because I only play exclusives on my PlayStation, so I don't really worry about running out of space. By the time I get to that point where I'm having that problem, I'll probably be so long since I, you know, played uh, one or two games on it that I'll, I'll, you know, uh, probably be happy to delete it. I do like that the um both the consoles have like. A cool like lighting gimmick, like the Xbox Series X has, like the kind of green that like comes up out of the top, um, where that surface is kind of sloped, and then like the the PlayStation has like the blue rings that go, um, kind of like uh, in the inner part of it, um, like up and around on the left and right side. So I think that's kind of neat.
2: I wonder if those will adjust, um, similar to how the PS4 controller adjusted to how you were doing certain things.
0: Oh, like the light bar that's on the PS4.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, because I think they took the light bar off the DualSense. If it seems like I it, yeah, correctly. So, like, I wonder if that's where they put it. That's a cool good point.
0: Yeah. The other thing around the box, I wanted to talk before we like get into the games, because who, boy, did we get some games yesterday? Um, so, Dal and I were discussing in the Xbox Party. Uh, ironically enough, we were in Xbox Party chat watching the Sony conference. Um, they had everything laid out where you you saw what looked like the gold or the platinum headset, you know, for the current p s four thing. You had a camera, and then you had the dual sense controller. Do we think that those accessories are going to come um with the box? Like is that the implication? Zach? Like is that how you read that?
2: Uh, no, i i don't I don't believe so. i think I think the console itself, I feel, is going to be expensive to pack in a controller, a headset, a seemingly pretty decent headset. And a camera, I'm assuming that's at least, I would assume in today's world that it's a 1080 camera. There's no way that that's included in in the price. That would, I feel like, increase it way more than I feel like it's already going to be. I feel like the console is probably going to be $500 at least.
0: Counterpoint to that, though, those those are cheap things to manufacture. Like the um, peripherals are dirt cheap, especially if you make them on a you know massive uh, um, scale. Uh, I so Dal and I went back and forth. I was like, well, maybe the headset will be, maybe that'll be the standard headset, you know, um, and maybe the camera will be extra. Counterpoint to that, though, I wonder if they are going to include all that with the hopes that when they release PSVR two point whatever um in a year or two after launch because you gotta imagine they're they're probably gonna wait till the install base is there and they can say all you have to do is buy um the headset and the, the hopefully updated move controls like you can use your existing camera and this is something that you know is friendly for people that want to stream or video chat or whatever thoughts
3: i could definitely see maybe there being a bundle that comes with all with the camera and everything true um I feel like the headphones, if they went all the way to announce them, that it'll probably be something that comes standard. Just one, one controller, one, one headset.
1: But yeah,
3: adding the camera and stuff, you know,
1: I don't think they'd sell it for cheap. That's for sure. I kind of wonder if they're using it as
0: a way to justify the price tag, though. Like, you know, yes, the console is going to be five hundred or six hundred dollars, but you know, here you're you're getting the console, you're getting the controller. You're getting the headset. You're getting the camera.
2: I could but- see that. That might not be like a bad, bad thing. Like the, the, they're pretty much just selling you the console for six hundred dollars or whatever, and you're getting all this stuff with it. But you're pretty much just paying for the console because that's how expensive. You know, I feel it's either going to be five or six hundred dollars. I would assume
4: yeah
0: well uh, so yeah. let's go ahead and jump into that really quickly before we move on to the games uh, predictions really fast for like what what are we thinking this thing's gonna retail they they uh very conspicuously did not re- uh talk about release date or the price which i think was fine for this reveal you know
1: it seemed like that's something that they can message like later skeptic in me says no less oh you got off there no less than 600 okay 600 got is that it. for which edition
3: that, I think, is just maybe one controller, headset, and camera, but not two controllers with the charger. Console, headset, camera, and controller.
0: So you think that's how much it'll cost for the discless version as well? The diskless, um, I think that could be the $500 version. I, I think I'm with you 100% there, so I'm going to agree with you, Dal. George, what about you, man? Let's, te- let's test out that mic.
4: Yeah, let me know. How's it better? Is it better now? Oh, yeah. Much dude, better. Way better. Possibly. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. I What was the One X when it came out in the PS4 Pro? 500. 500 500?
0: for the uh, PS4 the Pro? X. I think the One X was 600, buddy.
4: I don't no think so, way. man. There's no way. I just I don't know why I have this thought in my I, there's no way. There's no way. I remember getting it with like an like there was like you know, whatever a promotional upgrade or whatever, and I didn't really pay anywhere near that. But I don't know, man. I feel in, in my opinion, from a marketing standpoint, five. it was five, five. it yeah. was okay. I feel like man, the difference between five and six hundred aesthetically, and then from like a marketing and, and like consumer perspective, it's like it feels like a big difference. It feels like, so I don't know, man. I am hoping, I hope I'm hoping it's no more than five hundred dollars for the for the discless version or for the disc version, but but I could totally see it being five and and six hundred like you guys mentioned. Um, I gotta assume that it's a difference of hundred bucks for the two. Yeah. Um, what what's kind of scared me? I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was that like. Um, there was like a quick listing on Amazon, and this has happened in the past, like for like a second, and then it got taken down. That showed the PS Five um, for five ninety nine. Um, I don't know if it was euros or pounds. I pounds. forget.
0: They've confirmed pounds, right? They've confirmed since that that was not correct. Like that was. It's been confirmed like, today that that's okay. that, That's a mistake. So you can chuck that out. But uh, yeah, that's did- the Shit
4: out of me because I was like six hundred pounds. That's <laughs> That's a lot, an American. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we do know, I mean, uh, I agree with you, by the way. Like, I would love to see, like, uh, I think Sony would have a pretty strong... Sort of opening salvo if they price the um the the disc version at five hundred and the other one at like four, that would be like yeah. for next gen, that'd be quite appealing, more, I think, to consumers. four
4: fifty, yeah. I think a four and five or a four fifty and five is what I'm hoping for. I am expecting and prepared for a five and six, and six, like you mentioned. Yeah, we
0: we do know, right? Like through like just you know, uh, traditionally, like uh, console manufacturers. So your Microsofts, your uh, Sony's, your Nintendos. Uh, take a pretty big ass whooping for the majority of the console lifespan um, on manufacturing costs. They make it up on software. I don't know if you guys knew that, like, but they uh, they they eat that cost quite a bit for a long time. Like, I think it's like over half the life cycle of the consoles traditionally. Um, so I wonder if they're just gonna kind of embrace that and and try to you know uh, be agile in pricing. We know that Microsoft and Sony are playing a little bit of a game of chicken now, which has been fun to watch, but. It's got me a bit nervous that we've, we're this close to the console launches and we still don't know price. But
4: um, yeah, it's scary though, man. Because fuck, man, six hundred bucks—you're looking at six fifty basically with tax, man. Like that's that's steep, you know. Right, um, you're
3: not just going to take it home, play you know five on. Might that might be a game you play, but you know you're going to be spending more than.
0: Well, yeah, you've got your, your games, you've got your, you know, uh, presumably potentially other peripherals. Like, so if this thing doesn't come with a headset, like you're going to get a headset if you're a, you know, exclusively a, uh, Sony, um, gamer, right? Like, like there's no way you're not playing without a headset. Um, now granted like some headsets might be compatible, right? Like that's a customer friendly move. Like if you, you make like your current headsets compatible, but, um, yeah, I agree. That's a good point, Dell. Like, it's not just the, the console itself. Like, you're usually going to buy a couple yep. games at least and some yeah. other stuff. So,
4: yeah, if you give me a $400 version of this, I am leaning towards buying. Like, I'm getting the Xbox first, no matter what. I don't know if I'm getting the PS5 at launch, but you give me a $400 PS5 discless version, and I'm serious, and I'm leaning towards getting them both. You make it, you know, six, you know, five or 600, I'm probably going to wait it out when you factor in all the other stuff that you got to buy as well for sure uh, so now
0: now that they've announced the uh and i know we're in a little bit long on this segment so i'll try to be quick here now that they've you know announced that there is a diskless version um it's more 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 and more looking to me like the fucking scarlet the uh series x has to be 500 right like it seems like it would be nuts if microsoft priced that at 400 bucks from like what we know about it do you guys agree like or do you think there's a chance we could get four hundred dollars for that bad boy
2: no i don't see yeah that. no if chance. you
4: guys if you guys said the one x was 500 bucks i don't know the one x dropped in price fairly quickly if i'm not mistaken but yeah i can't i can't see them putting out a um
2: more power for less money
4: yeah you know and and not that long you know we're talking about what like three years since the one x you know mm-hmm. um so yeah, i can't remember 2017 the only way that they would do something like that is if they felt the need to undercut um, Sony, you know,
0: and Phil Spencer said they're agile on pricing. The, what you know, I think kind of the um the snag there is like we know that there it seemed like seemingly reconfirmed in the last couple of weeks um, uh, with some uh, mention of it in the Microsoft what was like store code or something. Um, the Lockhart came up again, like pretty much confirmed. So we know that there's a, another skew. We don't know what that is exactly but the rumor has long been that they're going to do a less power powerful than the series x but as powerful perhaps more than the one x to slowly kind of phase out the xbox one family and have something that's like another option so um you know similar to the disc listening yeah
4: that that scares me because see uh, you know I'm cool with a disc and discless version, you know, and save some money because, you know, the Xbox One S, I think, did that at one point. What really scares me is when they talk about making a less powerful one, because that starts to make me suspect that the powerful one is really expensive. You know,
2: and then how a game is going to be able to take full advantage of the powerful one if they have to scale down for the less powerful one at the same time. They're not going to be able to take full advantage of the console
0: to answer both your questions on that rumor is that they're going to launch the lock after the series x right so it'll be something that you know uh in the maybe like the year following um the series x where it's like hey if your xbox one like your launch xbox one or your one s is getting a little long in the tooth here's like another option like if you want to cheaply and i've even heard crazy rumors that like it might be something that is like the equivalent of a fire stick where it's like you know um very very bare bones as far as like um you know the bells and whistles but like it still has like the computing power um and it might be something ridiculous like 200 bucks like you can play something better than like a one x like for 200 bucks i don't know if any of that's true or not um but to to answer your question uh george on it being um potentially expensive or making you worry about price i don't think that's the intention i think microsoft is um becoming more and more of a service-based company and they don't really give a shit um, about console sales so much as they do about getting people onto Xbox Game Pass uh, Ultimate where yeah. presumably you'll be able to play like uh, there was uh, something else that came out this week that uh, Samsung TVs are potentially going to be able to play like Game Pass through Xbox Cloud. Um, you know the, the cloud um, gaming um, once that's in full swing like where you don't even need a fucking console so um there it's interesting to see these two companies take completely different approaches to next gen um and there's so much still unknown that like it's exciting in a way that like traditionally it's been who's the cheaper console who's the mo- more powerful console and that's where the conversation starts and stops
4: yeah my guess is that i don't think the xbox puts it any pa- anything past 500 I it would agree. be sweet to see a 450 if 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 sony drops theirs at 5 you know to to stick it to them um, you know, but, but, but who knows? But, uh, it'd be not, if, if it was
0: 400, it would be nuts. Like, I mean, that would be absolutely bonkers. Um, if both of these things came out of 400, just to try to, you know, uh, undercut each other or stay competitive. Um, I mean, fucking consumers would win like crazy if that happens. So,
4: and so would they, I think, because then you'd have, if they're four, if they were both 400 bucks or in the fours, I'm buying both of them. Yeah. You know, know? Well, well, I, I, mean, I think that I'm would, getting I think that would happen at some way point. more key.
3: Well,
0: I think you would just. Oh, sorry, Dal. I think you oh, yeah. you're cutting off there a little bit, yeah, buddy. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> sorry. I was going to cut in to say if they're both in the fours, there's just going to be so many more people buying both at
4: launch, sure. there, at
3: least considering it.
4: It's just it's just a big difference, man. When you're talking in the fours and then as opposed to creeping up into the six or clo- closing in on six that's a that's a big difference in terms of what you gotta buy but i mean we'll see what they do but it does look like they are playing game of chicken but anyways enough about xbox we have we'll have plenty of time to talk about that correct let's get on to these games
0: yeah so um i'd encourage any of our listeners who didn't watch the conference to watch it a lot of really good stuff there they showed a lot of games um in the hour 15 hour 20 minute long conference um including a lot of really really cool indie games that i'm excited about but we wanted to focus on, um, if I'm correct, uh, for like uh, highlights that we had. Um, I think maybe like when Adams back next week, we can talk about like new franchises. Like, might we could do like a part two where we talk about some of those new franchises that they showed off um, for uh, new IP. The one exception being um, uh, today. I, I I think we should start off with talking about Death Loop, which is technically a new IP, but I think was such a highlight of the show for most of us here. Um, that uh, I feel like we have to talk about it. So um, I've heard Dowell and George's thoughts off mic, and I want to hear them on mic. But Zach, what did you think about this? Like, yeah, you're just now playing through uh, Dishonored recently, um, right? Like, correct? Am I wrong?
2: No, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And that's what makes me like way more excited for this because I feel like it's giving me everything I love about Dishonored in taking away the stealth aspect and just letting me loose to be able to do whatever I want with those powers. Like to an extent, there's probably a lot of like cool new ones in there, but yeah, man, like being able to just go in there and, and do my dishonored kind of thing and and uh, run through that world and, and, and do that loop man. And, and just seemed super interesting to me because, and Like I said, I'm just coming off dishonored, man. So like, I'm I'm high on arcane right now. So it seemed super awesome to me.
0: It looks like they're keeping the approach of being able to do things the way you want, right? Like, like a lot of verticality, a lot. You could see a lot of variety in the combat. So um, rewarding different playstyles. Like I kind of got that sense, right? Like it seemed like that was present.
4: Yeah, for sure, man. Like this game looks so cool, you know, and. to piggyback off of Dishonored, like, and you've mentioned this in the past, Dishonored is probably a grossly underplayed game, you know, um, underrated for sure. I didn't play the second one. I need to. I just haven't found the time, but I loved the first one. I just played it randomly, I think on Gamefly back in the day or something.
0: But, <laughs> Same here, actually. Yeah, it,
4: it was just like, it was like the fifth one on my list, and I was like, eh. and then I was like, this is pretty cool, you know, like, and I haven't played too many games like that. I'm not typically a first person guy, unless it's like a shooter and competitive, but, um, this game, I mean, like I don't think, I can't stress enough how awesome of a presentation of a game this was. You know, I think they probably recognized that these games, this this type of game might fly under the radar. So they came out with a bang, like the music, even the, just putting the music together with their montage of the game clips and gameplay, mm-hmm. just like kind of fit perfectly. And Like you said, man, it was just full of style, full of personality it was loud. It looks like a game you're going to be able to play any which way you want. Um and and what I'm excited for a game like this is I bet it's going to have really cool trophies and really cool ways of like unlocking things depending on if you're able to pull off um you know, overcoming obstacles or you know, beating levels in the game in a certain manner, you know? Um like it just seemed like so much fun and so interesting and like like there's probably so much to the game and um I, I you know, I don't think any other game stood out more than this one just as a combination of what they were selling and for something I had never heard of. I don't know if there's been anything out on this game before this, but this is the first time that I see anything and I am instantly hooked, sold. I'm picking up that game as soon as possible unless, like, you know, they they already got me. They'd have to lose me by putting out crap from here until then, you know, to start, you know, to I guess to knock the game down a few pegs, but it just looks so unique and so interesting. I'm super excited about it um it it has that potential to be like that really really special game um around this you know the PS5 launch for sure i'm really excited about it
2: so one thing that i'm thinking of that i feel like would be pretty cool so it's assassin versus assassin type deal it'd be cool if that was like you know drop in like it was always the other assassin was always another player uh like, they talked know. about it today
4: Is <laughs> uh, it, it is, is that what it
2: is
0: yeah it not oh, always cool. but but like yeah you can like opt into like um like player invasion so that like um let's see if I, I find the the quote that i saw earlier so is it
2: is it so like because i feel like it's like mission based like you're each going through and trying to assassinate a certain target so i wonder if it's just going to be like all right you're on this target and another player is on this target and we're just going to drop you in the same world and
0: So you opt into it, it's entirely optional, but other players can invade your world as the rival assassin to kill you and protect the integrity of the time loop, but you can also choose to invade the world of another player too. Uh, So they don't have many more details than that, but they did confirm that that's like a core mechanic that you can opt into
2: if you so choose. That's so cool. I am so, so in on this game. Yeah, I mean, mean,
3: George kind of took the words out of my mouth, but it just looks really, really cool like you just get to do your thing in a pretty cool just that mix of just powers and guns and doing everything you want to do it just looks like just a real fun game to play and to look at
1: yeah.
3: it's definitely part of the reason i'm getting it yeah
4: sure. like it's it's one like the, i don't know man i just was so blown away by the presentation of it the whole thing of it all and it's just like you got my interest you you got me like you know mission accomplished. I don't think any other game quite captured my interest. I mean, there were the other games I'm interested in, but because I was already interested in them, just to see something completely new like this, just yeah, man. They that this uh, reveal couldn't have gone any better for them, you know? So, hats off to them. Like, good job and I, and I hope other uh, developers and presenters take note of that because that is how you sell your game.
0: Yeah, it's one it's one of those like um trailers that I feel like pretty clearly shows you like what the game is so you're not w- left wondering like what the game is uh it shows you like how the game is gonna feel roughly right like so the aesthetic like the style um the, the gameplay all of that um and then like it's uh i think like also like leaves you kind of wanting uh You know more right like i think like that's the kind of thing that like not necessarily like i want to know more like story wise but like i'm like man like i could watch like more footage of this like all day long like i want to know more about this pvp you know system like i can imagine you you know playing through this game like doing the story or whatever and then like just knowing that time loop so well that like you're getting into pvp matches where both players know the time loop and like the different things that can happen like in this world and like using all that shit to like their
1: advantage like kind of the knowledge of foresight and that would be really really cool but yeah I agree George Uh, this is how you do it all
4: right what else we got
2: yeah real quick I just wanted to bring up just because I was with my buddy while I was watching this and we both thought the same thing man that Ratchet and Clank looked like you ever you watch the the overwatch sh- animated shorts yeah mm-hmm. man ratchet and clank looked like one of those but that was all like in game that's how like incredible that game looked and like the way yeah, they, that, that looked- they were zapping in between the like the times and all that and that that game just looked super pretty and like and it looked like it played really well and like man like the lighting in it everything man that game just looked so good
4: yeah, for sure. I, I never played any of them. Not It was never really my, my cup of tea. But that's one thing that I pointed out yesterday in a group chat that I got going on with Chris is that like hey, this isn't really my thing. I've never really played these games. But, man, does it look absolutely beautiful. Like, oh, man. Like like the whole I, – I am a big sucker for, like, you know, the multiverse. And that's why I love the Spider-Man movie. But, you know, him swatching – swatching. <laughs> flipping between worlds um it's Seamless, man, man. Yeah, it's seamlessly in and out like that is a game that it looks like it's going it's probably one of the few games that's probably taking you know like maximizing on the abilities of the uh of the ps5 um you know and really 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 showing what it can do because man those, those we saw them briefly you know because it kept switching so much but man they looked gorgeous man they look so so lifelike and i I was definitely blown away by its appearance for sure
0: Well, like the no loading like mantra that they've had over and over like i feel like of all the games like this one showed it the best where he was in these huge environments and there's all the shit going on and then like you know boom here's a new one boom here's a new one
2: seriously it um, reminds me of um Dishonored too, when you do the different um yeah. <laughs> travel between times, right? But you're in tight corridors, like, right? Nothing super like expansive or anything like that, man. Ratchet and Clank, man, it was big open environments that you was zapping in between and like they just look look good, like like no no drop, in, like you said, just seamless transition in between the two of them. Not that Dishonored didn't look good and everything, but it's it's like very drab and everything compared to how vibrant and everything ratchet and clank
0: is way less i think going on like too in terms of like enemies and like oh for sure like there's way less detail and like things to keep track of um i would encourage all of you guys um uh, on the podcast and off if you never played the remake like i have no uh affection or or emotional baggage for like the original ratchet and clanks but i platinum the uh the little remake that they did um uh what like four years ago ish like it was like one of the first games i bought and played for my ps4 after um you know doing the uh uncharted 4 and whatnot like and um i loved it like i mean it was it, i thought it had a really good trophy system a lot of good personality it's beautiful um like a, like had a really fun story like i told my brother like yesterday it, like it's like playing through a pixar film basically like where it's got silly villains like a pretty emotionally uh, poignant story and like the weapons are just tons
1: and tons and tons and tons of fun so i think this is going to be a great game all righty anybody else want to add anything about ratchet and clank before we move on nah man all right sweet
0: uh so Let's go on to the most confusing game to come out of this conference in the last fucking 24 oh. hours. Spider-Man. All right. Like, <laughs> uh, spider. Oh, was it called Spider-Man? Miles Morales? Is that, uh, yep. that a full cool title? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I want to make sure I wasn't botching the title. Um, so first it looked like it was a new game. Then a Sony exec, I'm going to find his name, uh, <laughs> put his foot in his mouth, uh, this morning and said that it was a expansion to the uh Spider-Man game that Insomniac released what are we 2 years ago now yeah 2 years ago and then finally we got clarification from multiple accounts that it is in fact a spin-off in the same vein as Uncharted Lost Legacy which brings me back to where I started when I saw this game which was um incredibly excited and hopeful um like so let's talk man this this game looked great right like it looked cool
1: Looked awesome. Definitely uh, something I'll be looking out for. And glad to hear. Hope it lives up to that hype or at least that rumor for now. So, pretty excited
3: about it. Be pretty cool.
2: So, we all know how good the, that the last Spider Man game was. So, we already know that we're going to get a great game. So, it's just going to be interesting to see how they could have improved upon that game in such a short period of time. Well, it's been two years. Which I guess isn't like such a, uh, I don't know, is and isn't a long time. I don't know if you want to look at it. But well,
1: yeah.
2: You know, they could
3: definitely curate the content within that two years. You know, look, my only gripe is less backpacks. That's all I'm asking for, really. And I'm good.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping that this game will have, um, like, you know, where it'll be at more of that Uncharted length, um, like Lost Legacy length, like. You know, forty dollars price point. I'm hoping that just means less filler, honestly. Like I'd be totally sure. fine if this game is like a few side quests, a few collectibles, but mostly like a tight story that has that gameplay. I'm all in. Like it's all I need.
2: yeah. I mean, you know you already know you're gonna have uh, a, a nice open area of New York to explore whether they give you a new area or you know, part of the old map with a new area or however they want to do it. You know you're gonna have fun exploring doing all that, but like you said, is I I'd like to get a, a tight knit Miles story that's you know super interesting. That's probably I'm assuming gonna be the the bridge between uh, the actual sequel to Spider Man. I would assume.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see them do like a uh, what's uh, the example I I was thinking of like almost like a Halo Two style campaign where like in the full sequel Spider Man Two, like you switch like chapter or section, like, between Miles and Peter, or
1: maybe, like, Grand Theft Auto Five where you can, like, on patrol you can swap between the two characters. Ah, oh, that'd be super cool.
4: Yeah, sorry to chime in late, but um, I I thought it was really cool. I, I, at first was like, this is definitely a brand new game, and then as I read more about it, I was, like, worrying about it, um, which is kind of unfortunate, but I just hope, it looks like it's gonna be somewhere in between a, you know, a small DLC and a full, uh, full-fledged full game, you know, like like some of the other games you guys mentioned, like the Infamous game or the Uncharted game. If that's the case, I hope they don't price it any more than 40 bucks, you know. But if they're going to have us pay, you know, $60 for a full, you know, full price for a game and it's not going to be a full-fledged game, that's going to be what pretty if, disappointing.
2: What if it includes Spider-Man?
4: If it includes Spider-Man? Yeah, then I guess that's the, I guess, I mean, I wouldn't care for it because I don't care to play that all over again. It was a lot of grindy stuff that wasn't that fun, but overall the game was great. Um, but would that
2: justify a $60 yes. price tag? If, oh, if for sure.
4: A- yeah. If you include that plus, plus Spider-Man Miles Morales um, in it, um, then yeah, for sure. I think it would justify it um, for, for probably for a lot of people because you're including enough content for it. Um but I'd, I'd much prefer a forty dollars price tag than to, you know, I don't care to have that game again, um, personally. I think I think that would be more reasonable. Um, but you know, as long as it's, it's not
2: the only way to buy it, because like you said, yeah, people like to already have it.
4: Yeah, I just think with all the confusion, right, and back and forth, it's an expansion. No, it's it's a standalone game. Like it's built, but maybe not that big. It's very clear that what it's what it's not going to be is a full fledged sequel. You know, it's pretty obvious that that's not what it's going to be if there's this much, like, discord between it, you know? Um, so that's the part that's kind of disappointing because it would have been really cool. But at the same time, it was to be expected. As soon as I saw that, the first thing I told Chris, I'm like, wow, that's really fast for a whole full-fledged sequel. Um, and then, of course, you know, he had to drop the bomb was saying, man, what if it's a DLC? So so we'll see. I mean, it looks really cool. Um, you know, I definitely want to play it. Uh, we'll see what how they how they price it. You know, I just hope they don't do something shady with it.
1: Awesome, yeah, we'll have to see. I uh, 40 bucks seems right for me,
0: or 60 if they include um Spider Man, especially if they include Spider Man and all the uh DLC that came with it. And it's a PS5 version, that's going to be a no brainer for anyone that's picking up a PS5 um, you know, this year at launch. So <clears throat> All right, really quick. Moving on to uh, Demon Souls Remastered. We don't have to talk about this long at all. I'm hype. Fucking only Dark Souls, like you know, uh, game that I've not played, even though I know it's technically not Dark Souls. Like it's the protogenitor of all that. To get a full fledged remake, um, you know, full not just a new coat of paint, but like built from the ground up. And Bluepoint did such a good job with a um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus that I think like. This will be a really cool special game for people that like this. So that's all I got. So
2: I don't I don't play a, a lot of those games. I played Bloodborne and I played Sekiro. Never played any of the Dark Souls games, but I saw some like side by side comparisons of what this game was on PS3 versus what it's going to be on PS5. And holy shit, man! Like this game looks so goddamn good now compared to what it used to look like. And based off of just how good it looks and and i thought the trailer was awesome man i think the trailer that they put out was killer so like i i think i'm gonna buy it even though i don't play those games that much but man seeing what it looks like now and everything like that looks like it'd be just if anything an interesting world to explore
0: um shuhei was he the one that introduced it that was kind of cool
2: was was that the game that he introduced i think
0: so yeah he was like this is this game has a special place in my heart was yeah cool. this uh
3: this game is definitely one I'm looking forward to. I might break a uh, controller in the process of playing it, <laughs> but it's gonna be so satisfying—the beat and then the aesthetics of everything will definitely make it one of those games that you're definitely gonna stick with and are excited to play. So, I'm,
2: this I'm was the original, right? Like the one that started the soul yeah. movement.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Chris, you didn't play this one
0: never did man like it's one of those things that uh so i got into dark souls um you know on xbox and uh it was like probably not till i finished that game where i was like oh, is there another game like this and i saw demon souls on ps3 and i think oddly enough man you and i had just started like you know kind of chatting like post training you know at cleveland when we both started at our jobs and uh you were like oh demon souls like it, no, nah, it, it's terrible like don't play it I was like "Oh, okay cool Yeah, and um, (laughs) and I did some research and like the jank you know like that was present in the original version like I think it was enough to turn me off where it's like they hadn't refined it yet so I'm hoping what we see with this is like the core like essence of like what Demon's Souls is with like a little bit of refinement around you know the controls and stuff as much as like the graphics so
4: yeah so for me um, Demon's Souls is the reason why I never played any other Souls games (laughs) that, that game that game beat me for sure. You know, like it was just, I wasn't ready for that, you know, that type of game. It was just that unforgiving. Um, so, so when I saw this, when I heard about this remake, I'm like, no, nah, man, I need it. I need this. I need to do this. You know, like I'm not going to go back and play a PS3 game now, but, um, but Redemption. Yeah, yeah, I need to get this remaster. You know, like I'm a different person now. I beat Sekiro 17,000 times. You know, I'm grown. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to to go at this again. Um, So I'm I'm definitely going to get it. I don't know how much I'll enjoy it, but I will beat it.
1: <laughs>
4: oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> same way here, or another.
0: <laughs> Just to have like another Souls game to play is like really exciting. Um, so cool, man. Well, um, sounds like we're all pretty excited for it. Um, brings us to our final game of the evening, which is Horizon two which is called fuck I forgot the subtitle somebody help me out quickly it's like something uh, west.
4: west something yeah. <laughs> For, forbidden west or something like that
0: forbidden west yes, yes. forbidden yeah,
4: west.
0: Okay. way to save the day George all right <laughs> <laughs>
4: um
0: so yeah man like uh I feel like this is the easiest game to talk about because like it's like you know gimme right like fucking underwater stuff like climbing I saw all kinds of shit in there that it's just like everything that made horizon 2 great but like times 10 so yeah absolutely mammoth wars oh (laughs) Oh my god the mammoths
4: (laughs) i'm (laughs) I'm not excited for this man i am on that band like i i need to finish the first horizon but i played a lot of it man i played a lot of it and i don't know i just did it it I could never really get hooked on it. It just felt like a like a grind to get through because of the overwhelming amount of stuff all over the map, like uh, kind of like Far Cry. So I, I need See, to go yeah. back and finish it because I, I I gave I put too much time to it. I've got to be like fifty percent of the game, but like like fifty percent like completed, like really really. I, I feel like
0: up. that it's weird. Like that's the one example I always hold up is like how you do open worlds, like right where it's like massive, but like I always felt like the types of collectibles or activities were always such that like, right when I was getting worn out on something, like I was done. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um,
4: I don't know. But- it didn't seem that way for me. Like I, I just felt tired. Like, cause I couldn't help myself. It might be because like, that's why I think the whole open world thing, which we talked about already, it was like, it's just different for everybody. Right. For sure. me, like, yeah, you don't see all the stuff until you get to that area. Right. Like it kind of like, once you kind of clear the, like that area, it opens up and then you see the next set of stuff but for me it felt like like in some games i just want to go through like a few hours of just story but i couldn't help myself i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't help myself to kind of just continue with some story and come back to that stuff later like i felt like i had to do all the you know the side stuff to to proceed with the good stuff you know like kind of like when you're you're having a nice dinner and you eat like whatever and you just leave your steak for last or something like that you leave the best for last type thing that's kind of how i sometimes play these games so that's why I had a hard time with it because I felt like I couldn't get through like, like long enough sittings of just pure story progression that I was always mixing inside quests. I need to go back and finish it. I will at some point because it wasn't a bad game. I enjoyed the, the the mechanics and the gameplay. It just felt like I had to... It cost me a lot to like be able to progress the story which I loved the story and enjoyed it a lot.
0: Can but, I put uh, you on the spot on something yeah, with it? So when you were playing like did you um force yourself to like really use like all the different gear and um abilities and stuff like all your combat tools
4: i mean i I think so i don't remember everything because it's been a while like i haven't played it in in a while probably like a year um so i don't remember everything but I do remember like learning new ways of doing stuff. Like it took me a while to figure out like the whole sliding and being able to shoot arrows under something kind of thing. Um, and I remember having a lot of different sets of gears. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I never got tired of like you know fighting things and clearing out like stuff. But what 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 kind of just got exhausting for me is just doing all the side quests, all the stuff that would pop up in my small little area that I was in before I would move on to the next one. Like I just got tired of doing that. Like I felt like it was, I had to do too much to to progress the story. Even though I didn't have to, I could have just skipped it. Like me as a gamer, I, I can't, like I have to complete it because I know it'll give me some sort of bonus or some XP or something that'll help me. Um, so here, but-
0: here's how I would tackle it. If you go back to it, um, push through like um, this, because this, the end of the story is almost like too easy. If you like, I feel like I just did a little too much um like i didn't clear everything before doing like the end but like i think i cleared just a little too much like where like the end was like very easy to me like i could tell that it was like the end like it was like the finale and like it felt kind of trivial um and there's plenty of like end game stuff that you can do after like like some of the uh the cauldrons and stuff are really 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 cool like even after you're done with the, the like if you want a challenge in other words like so there's like stuff you can kind of grind towards like and still get the story out of the way. And the story was very good. So that's how I would do it.
4: Yeah, I definitely gotta I gotta finish just because I, I played so much of it that I need to see it through. But hopefully the second one will be better for me because it, it does, you know, it's gotta be something I gotta play at some point, but I don't know when.
0: Zach and Dow, how about you guys?
1: What do you think? Uh this is a game I don't think I'm gonna date, But it's one of the Oh, you're cutting out again, Dal. I'm so sorry, buddy. No problem. Am I good? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're better. Okay. It's definitely a game that the moment it goes on, I, I gotta play it. I want to play it. I'm hmm. so I, losing
4: I, you, man. I, yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I don't know if you're still outside, but I don't think that's working out for you. It might be just outside of your Wi-Fi or something for your phone
0: that was a horrible thing you said about bobby dow i can't believe you said that on, on the podcast <laughs> with bobby not here to defend himself uh no that's n- nah, cool man um zach uh are, like are you a fan of horizon one or are you gonna get this
2: so i own the game i've talked about it on this show before that the game never hit with me like it did with other people i'm kind of in the same boat as george uh, maybe not for the same exact reason I don't know. Maybe it's just like where I was at the time or or something like that, man. But Aloy didn't seem super interesting to me when I was playing. Um, I mean, I I like the idea of the world and everything, but I don't know. Me personally, I feel like going around exploring the world didn't feel rewarding Um, outside of the collectibles. Like, I, I don't know. in in i don't know man i i haven't played it in a while so i don't i don't remember a lot of the gripes that i had with it but i remember playing it in not being super fond of it and i did play i put at least 25 hours into the game and i'm gonna go back and finish it because i want to because i know i know it's not a bad game it just like i said maybe it's you know um other games i was playing at the time like my state of mind at the time whatever maybe i didn't take in the game like I should have, but I don't know if I should start it over or not or or what. But I'm gonna go back to it. I'm gonna finish it because I I want to. I want to see that story through to the end because the story was interesting to me. And and the in the world like the everything that you know that they're talking like the world itself seems interesting. So I I, I want to learn more about it, but. I don't know, man. Some something about the game didn't didn't click with me the way that it did with everyone else. I, I think
0: your criticisms are probably fair, like for both of you. And I I think it's one flaw in the design of that game um, is that like because they want to kind of keep like a mystery for a large part of the game about what exactly is going on, you don't get to a lot of the like the interesting areas until sort of like the back half, and like even on the back half, like it's really like the back twenty five percent which is kind of a shame. Like by the time like you understand like what's going on where you are and all that kind of good stuff, like um, y- you haven't had the ability to kind of appreciate everything that you've seen before, if that makes sense, like, cause you didn't have the context.
2: Yeah. And, and like you said about the combat, I did, I did find myself going around and like using all the different tools and everything and like pinning different creatures to the ground and and using um all the different tools to my, uh, that i had at my disposal and everything so like the combat and everything i thought was was really cool and and all that but yeah i mean the second one it seems like you know if if you can climb and all that like which i feel like that alone is gonna help out the game tremendously uh if they fixed a lot of the criticisms that i i feel like i had in the first game and i'm gonna go back and play it again so i'll pick up on what those were definitively but yeah, if they can fix all that, I mean, I'll probably still buy the game day one. I bought the first one day one. Uh, I'm a sucker for a huge first party exclusive, no matter what. So I'll get it. And, but uh, and I'm assuming by then I'll have played the first one, and and hopefully I'll be even more hyped for the second one. But right now it it was like that wasn't something that I was like, oh man, this. You know, if it was like God of War, I would have been like, oh hell yeah.
4: Yeah, I think ultimately I'm hoping this game, uh, like. Benefits from the whole, you know, the notion that sequels in video games always tend to really take it to the next level. So hopefully, they can cut out a lot of that kind of stuff and and really, you know, build on what worked, and maybe have that like all time classic game here in, in the sequel for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it has a lot of potential. Like, you could already already just see like the biomes, like <laughs> without spoiling, you know, much about Horizon Zero Dawn, like the original there was not nearly the variety of like you know environments that like i saw just in the trailer of this like in the entirety of the game so i think that'll help a lot and that's you know for for story reasons like where you're located and what's going on but um so yeah here's hoping man all right well dal had to, to uh stealthily bounce out of here so let's let's bring it on home really quickly what we've been playing and do some plugs george go ahead
4: uh, for me, n- nothing real different than last time for sure. Um, been playing a little bit more of Destiny and less of a Fire Emblem as the new season kicked off. Um, definitely enjoying the the new content, um, you know. But it looks like the focus this uh, season is going to be mostly on the Big Fall expansion, which looks great. Uh, a little bummed out that there's no new raid now. Um, it does look like they're just giving us a last little bit of content before they shift their focus into a hopefully a much bigger year four. Um, but yeah, that's basically all I'm playing, just kind of doing that grind again to get back up uh, in, in power level.
1: Awesome. How about you, Zach?
2: Uh, right now I'm running through Titanfall 2, the campaign. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. First um, time, I mean, or you
0: replay? Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I, I had started it a while ago, and I and I fell off. I don't know why. So I, I watched a YouTube video up to where I was in the story so I could refresh myself so I wouldn't have to start over and then just picked up from where I was and I'm running through and I just finished um, the, the the time jump chapter not too long ago, which was really cool, especially yeah. just coming off of Dishonored, which did the same exact thing. Yeah. but like a,
0: maybe a, like a, I think like a year later or something, or maybe they came out the same year, actually. Um, if they did, that's wild. But uh, yeah, w- what a great like uh shooter campaign. Nice and short too.
2: I think it's like 6 hours or so, like. And BT is just the man.
0: Yeah, BT's great.
2: And it's, super like man, I forgot how tight the gunplay is in Titanfall, man. Really really good.
0: Yeah, it makes you appreciate Apex that much more cuz like the guns are the same and stuff like for the most part, like. Um so yeah, man, awesome. Well, I I've also been playing pretty much nothing but Destiny this week. As soon as we sign off here, I think I'm going to hop over to Destiny as well. New expansion's cool. Very excited about the future of that game. Had a nice little presentation um earlier this week where Bungie showed off the next like several years of Destiny. Um my hot hottest of hot takes is I think Lightfall um is gonna be the final expansion. That's the one that comes out in 2022. I think is gonna be done after that. Like I think they're gonna support a year of content after that, but I think that's gonna all be towards like the end of uh Destiny, which I'd be fine with. Um and yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. Um I appreciate you guys hanging in and talking PlayStation five. We should be back next week. We'll we'll get a quick download from uh, from Adam and Bobby who weren't able to make it tonight. And uh, we'll we'll talk about uh, no doubt um, even more gaming news, which I think is going to come quicker and quicker as we get closer to the holiday season. But uh, we appreciate you listening. And uh, as always, if you haven't already, leave us a review. uh,
1: Give us a quick share. And if you're not already, please uh, subscribe. But uh, until next week, it's been a pleasure. Good night, fellas.